Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial as well as regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast episode focuses on CSTAT's recent ruling which deals with the standard of review in sunset review investigations. To begin with, Let's set some context for this podcast episode. We know that in a sunset review investigation, the objective of the review carried out by the investigating authority is to determine whether there is a likelihood of continuation or recurrence of dumping and injury upon the cessation of the anti-dumping duty, which is also called by the acronym ADD. Only if there is such a likelihood can the investigating authority recommend the continuation of the ADD. Neither do the WTO's anti-dumping agreement nor do the customs and tariff rules of 1995, which we will refer to as the AD rules, prescribe the parameters that are required to be examined for the determining this likelihood. The investigating authority therefore places reliance on the parameters prescribed for determining of threat of material injury in Rule 14 of the AD rules. However, Unlike in original investigations where the investigating authority examines the existence of dumping and injury in a defined period of investigation sunset reviews require the investigating authority to examine whether dumping and injury will continue or recur in the future for making such a determination it becomes necessary for the investigating authority to have reliable evidence which is all the more important in a sunset review since the continuation of the ADD in a sunset review is the exception and not the norm so this begs the question as to what is the standard of evidence that is required to be considered by an investigating authority this was the issue which was recently examined by the sestat in the decision of all india laminated fabrics manufacturers association versus the designated authority and others which was decided on the 28th of february 2022 Now let us consider the facts of the case. The appeal under discussion was filed by the All India Laminated Fabric Manufacturers Association which we shall henceforth refer to as the appellant. This is an association of the domestic producers of PVC flex film also called as PUC. The appellant sought extension of the ADD in a second sunset review investigation on imports of the PUC from the People's Republic of China. In the original investigation on the imports The ADD was first imposed with the customs notification dated 30th July 2010. Thereafter, pursuant to the Directorate General of Trade Remedies, which in this case happens to be the authority, the recommendation of the authority was to continue the ADD in the first sunset review investigation. The Finance Ministry extended the ADD with the customs notification which was dated 8th August 2016 for a period of 5 years, that is till 7th August 2021 However in the second sunset review by the final findings dated 28th October 
The authority concluded that the likelihood of continuation or recurrence of injury to the domestic industry in the event of revocation of duty could not be conclusively established due to the lack of sufficient independent corroborative evidence from the appellant. And so, the authority recommended the withdrawal of the ADD on the import of PUC from China. Aggrieved by the authority's findings, the appellant approached the SISTAT for setting aside the final findings of the authority. Now let us consider the tribunal's key findings regarding the standard of review. One of the key findings which formed the basis of the authority's conclusion was that the reliability and authenticity of a market research report which was used by the appellant to establish likelihood was suspect because neither was the name of the author or publishing agency that prepared the report mentioned nor was any reference to the original source of data cited in the report. Therefore, the authority held that any conclusion with regard to likelihood of the continuation or recurrence of dumping and injury could not be made on the basis of this report. In this regard, the appellant had submitted to the authority that an error had been made in rejecting this report and that if the authority had called upon the appellant to disclose the name of the agency, they would have done so on a confidential basis. The tribunal, however, outrightly rejected this contention by holding that it was the appellant's obligation to have made a duly substantiated request that contained cogent evidence, and therefore, it was the appellant's duty to have provided the name of the report's author. Another important aspect of the CISTAD's judgment is that it held that it is not incumbent upon the authority to give its conclusions on likelihood, having regard to the adequacy of evidence in the disclosure statement which is issued under Rule 20 of the AD Rules. A disclosure statement is issued before the final findings and requires only disclosures of essential facts under consideration on which the decision of the authority would be based. The SISTAT held that the burden was on the petitioner to place on record sufficient and reliable evidence during the course of investigation to justify the likelihood of continuation of dumping and injury upon the cessation of the ADD. The SESTAD held that the determination cannot be based on guesswork or on mere assumption or presumption, but instead should be based on some tangible and positive evidence. The SESTAD also noted that since the report did not give the source of the data contained, such a report could not have been relied on the authority in view of Rule 8 of the AD rules, which requires the authority to satisfy itself as to the accuracy of the information supplied by the interested parties upon which its findings are based during the course of the investigation. The CSTAT was supported in its findings by relying on its own decision and later affirmed by the Supreme Court in the case of Dye Manufacturers Association versus the Government of India, which had similar facts regarding the evidence before the investigating authority. The CSTAT observed that a sunset review requires the authority to conduct a rigorous examination of evidence, which requires an appropriate degree of diligence on the part of the authority, since the continuation of duty is an exception to the general rule of its cessation at the end of five years. Further, the investigating authority must have sufficient factual basis to support any affirmative determination of likelihood. In support of its findings, the SISTAD extensively relied on the WTO panel decisions in the following cases, the US Corrosion-Resistant Steel Sunset Review, the US Anti-Dumping Measures on Oil Country Tubular Goods, and the Pakistan BOPP film case. Decisions which establish important jurisprudence regarding the examination of the likelihood by the investigating authority.
So what can be concluded in this case? We know that it is a settled position of law that to prevail in an allegation brought before the court of law or even a quasi-judicial authority, it is important for the party alleging a fact to prove the allegation. This legal standard is no different in proceedings before the investigating authority in ADD proceedings. The SISTAD has established some critical jurisprudence regarding the standard of evidence that the petitioning industry is required to bring forward to justify its request to continue ADD in a sunset review. This judgment, therefore, reinforces the notion that the evidence which the domestic industry brings forward regarding the likelihood of continuation of dumping must be strong and not superficial. The SISTAD decision also puts the spotlight on the authority's decision-making process. By holding that the authority was justified in holding inter alia that there was no reliable evidence to justify likelihood, the SISTAD has validated the authority's decision-making as fair and reasonable. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes that you would like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.